commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the shores of Endor to the spire of Shutaroon, I'm Greg Skondak, and you're listening to Core World News, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to in-depth coverage and analysis of all the latest news stories and content from the galaxy far, far away. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share to boost our signal and keep us transmitting galaxy-wide. Send your questions, comments, and theories to co- at Core World News on Twitter to hear them discussed on the show. Without further ado, here is your news segment rundown for May 2nd, 2019. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. Reading Raftar. There's only one game. And into the Holocron. But first, after posting a photoshopped image depicting the sequel trilogy evolutions of the original cast, all huddled together in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with hashtag missed opportunities, Mark Hamill experiences enormous backlash on social media. Now for Ben, Grant, and Adam to discuss. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I got enormous backlash, because... It's just Hamill being Hamill. I mean, this is what he does. Wait, did Mark Hamill say something controversial on the internet? (laughs) That hasn't happened in minutes. Right. And I'll say something. This is the week of Endgame, and he found a way to get Star Wars (laughs) in the news. And his response when everyone flipped out was something along the lines of, I'll stop doing that. I guess I'll just start posting Endgame spoilers instead. (laughs) (laughs) So I still think he's a very calculating man where he's just like still the champion of Star Wars. He's like, you know what? This is going to get people seeing Star Wars even in the week when the Avengers is, is ruling the world. Yeah, mission accomplished. I also think, incidentally, that does he protest too much? Like, I mean, this is now the yeah. second time that he's raised this issue big time about how he so, does yeah. not believe. I mean, it's like, first of all, so you're saying we're definitely not seeing the three of you together in episode nine. Yeah. And, and, Twice. And, yes, before and, a thing when you would never tell us anything that's going to happen yeah. in a movie. Oh, yeah. And Matt Smith's not in the movie either. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, who's to say there's not going to be like a de-aged flashback? With all of them together. That's like, what I mean. That could totally yeah. happen. Yeah. It, and I think what, what Ben is saying, or at least how I feel as well, is that like every time he says this, I am more certain that we're going to get <laughs> yeah. that DH flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Dropping yeah, Ben so off at the at the temple. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. Can you imagine how like feels that would be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was just a harmless thing. Mark Hamill just saw the image. He thought it was cool. He said, here's all the you know the original cast, all yeah. my friends, and we're all together. And someone took the time to Photoshop us in this one yeah. image, wherever it came from, who cares? But he saw it, and he just posted it, and he thought it was fun. I mean, like, it's just... A, yeah. yeah. You know, just and I'll tell you fun. something controversial right now. The second I saw that, I went, ooh, I'm so glad they did not give us that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wanted that, then I saw that picture, and now I'm like, no, I like what they gave us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I love it, too. And yeah, yeah dude, Mark Hamill loves his stuff. He's a little rascal. Yeah. Um, he's going to do this, you know, play these tricks on everyone. Um, he's like actually kind of the bravest man on the internet, I think. Like mm-hmm. a person with his position, I mean, I would probably nope out of the whole internet situation for fear yeah. that I would just mm-hmm. like, but he, he doesn't care. Nope. He doesn't care. And in fact, it feels like he's milking this while he can before he's like kind of not irrelevant, but like yeah. not current, you know? He's mm-hmm. just an imp. Like I just think of him as this playful yeah. imp on the internet. Just, just yes. like, just like it's very Yoda esque. Yeah, exactly. Not a troll, an imp, right? Like yeah. he's just like I'm gonna mess with people a little yeah. bit. Just the general. I'm gonna mess with the general world to see what happens. Like just yeah. throw something out there. He's kind of a troll boy. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite moment was when Billy D. Williams uh, retweeted. Uh, oh, Hamill, Hamill himself. You should be used to getting everyone's knickers in a twist. It's part of your charm, man. Like that was. Yeah. That's exactly. like that's, really that's sweet. key to what's going on here. Yeah. That's the truth. Like honestly, Hamill is a fire starter. Yeah. He is a provocateur. He he loves to to troll on Twitter because 
I'm on Twitter is like a, a, yes. a, a hive of scum and villainy at this yeah, point. Absolutely. <laughs> I also know that he followed this up on Jimmy Kimmel because he's going on a press tour with uh, the that night uh, fall nightfall, show, yeah. nightfall show, which I know nothing about. Yeah. Um, and I saw a picture of him holding that that Photoshop picture, talking about it. So <laughs> part of me is also like, so he does this, he gets all his attention. Yeah. People know he's going to show up on Kimmel, so they're going to watch him to see like, what is he going to talk about? And then he uses this to promote the new show he's on. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he is just he's winning the internet in a way that people don't realize. He's like he's figured it's out like how 4D to use chess, it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chess, yeah. Just yeah. like yeah. us and every other Star Wars podcast, he is growth hacking Star Wars, <laughs> the brand of Star Wars <laughs> and Disney. Indeed, mm-hmm. that's amazing. <laughs> So everyone just calm down and have fun with Mark Hamill because Mark Hamill's having fun. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Excellent. And this is the segment where we talk about the comics that came out this week. And uh, we'll also talk a little about the future of the comics. I got some new uh, issues announced, some new series announced and stuff like that. So we can kind of cover it all. Super, Adam. What did we get this week? This week we got two issues. We got uh, Star Wars 65 and uh, the Star Wars Age of Rebellion Han Solo. Mm. Um, Let's do... Do you want to do Star Wars first? Then we'll talk about the Age of the Rebellion. I know Grant had... (laughs) And I the wrong open, open but I'm wrong just book. feeling I'm just yeah. feeling like I'm just gonna be like nope to everything anyone says today because that's where I'm at. Wow, we're gonna get aggro at him today. I love aggro at him. <laughs> I know, but it's funny. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to get what I what I'm gonna be angry about, and, I, and there's not a lot. Lack of sleep. That's lack know, of sleep. That's yeah, that's perfectly good. Definitely punchy, Adam. Um, so Star Wars sixty five. Uh, the we're in the fourth uh, part four of the screw uh, <laughs> scrooging. <laughs> Screw Shootaroon. Yes. <laughs> the scourging of Shootaroon. Uh, the screwing of Shootaroon. Yeah. You have to say that word with a Scottish accent. Yeah, I can't not say it. Shootaroon. 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 Yeah. That'd be great. A bunch of... I think this is my favorite. Scottish miners. A Scottish mining colony. Of Shootaroon. They just play bagpipes in the caves. I think this is my favorite name for a planet outside of like canon film ones that we see in the movies like like because you can't say it (laughs) because we all shoot to rune because you can't not say it and i think it's just it's so star wars but still has this like specific Mm -hmm. of the world feeling to it yeah yeah. um and my least favorite is the name of the banking clan planet and i can never remember it because every time i hear it no it's the other one every time i hear it i get angry oh they're the mutalists but they live on um slimo slimy slime it's something bad uh grant's grant's googling right now for us um so uh yep so it's brought to you by gillen and zuta guru efx our favorite uh cowl and uh perel um this is moving the plot along where leia is carrying out her um revenge on shu Trun, who you know didn't let the hangar doors open right um and we and get... almost got the entire rebellion killed. Yeah, yeah. Because and a, a vicious double cross. <laughs> yes, exactly. For the empire. Yeah. Um, and basically, this this issue focuses mostly on Luke and the partisans' side of the mission, where they're sabotaging uh, the spires in order to uh, affect the defenses. 
And really what it comes down to is that Luke's just trying to overload them and Benthic has the idea to um, really destroy the entire planet. And so... <laughs> Benthic's going there. Yeah, so we get a little bit of uh, Luke versus the Partisans. And what I'll say about this is um, we actually get to see action hero Luke in this, in this mm -hmm. issue, which we don't see a lot, even in the movies, right? Like in the movies, it's usually one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes we see him in a fighter, but him on a ground battle, like he's like... Double wielding oh, okay. a blaster and a lightsaber, like he's just spinning a lightsaber, blocking shots, and just taking down wow. people with a with a and blaster. Caps yeah, as well. exactly. Um, and then towards the end, we find out that the Imperials have figured out that they're that the rebellion's on Chuchurun, and they're now on their way. So uh, it seems like next issue we're gonna get um, the rebellion versus the Chuchurunians and yeah. the Imperials. So it's definitely leading up to a pretty major. Uh, combat between all these people and we got two more issues left uh and this is uh gillen swan song he's he's out after uh this series he he stepped he's uh moving on to, to other things mm -hmm. um and should we talk about yeah why don't we talk about uh, do, do you have any thoughts about this issue grant um i just i love that there's kind of a callback to rogue one and the line from star Guerrero, which mm. is like save the dream and in this very issue uh, uh benthic says uh, the dream must not die and, yeah. and in terms of getting revenge for Jeddah and kind of avenging Saw Gerrera and things like that. So really love those callbacks and those lines and things like that. And I thought, uh, yeah, Luke and R2 together. I mean, I love when Luke and R2 Classic. team up. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, and they just, they have this kind of unsaid uh, relation, these kind of unsaid conversations with each other where like Luke can just they can dwell on subtext they don't have to just outright be like, yeah. oh let's turn on these people it's like oh uh, just do what we have to do R2 and then he does the right thing yep. it's so yeah. cool like it's really yeah. cool R2 is like a dog that lives forever and yeah. like just gets yeah. better with age he's like because like he was uh, Luke's father's droid too like how many adventures did they go on together and I think it's just so great the sort of resonance there where it's just like yeah. that droid already knows what to do like in a lot of ways R2 is taking care of you know yeah. I really love that uh, scene when uh, Queen Trios and uh, her um, her affiliates are like in that ship and they're flying towards Han and Leia. And yeah. They don't break. They just fly right onto the platform. And it's like they get out and just giant kind of uh, firefight erupts. And, nice. uh, and I guess it will continue into the, the next issue. But um, yeah, super, super cool scene. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I get some classic Han lines where I think Leia just lays down this entire like do this, do that, do that. He's like, okay, so I'm going to basically shoot at the ship. I get it. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. So it's, it's a fun issue and it's just really, you can tell that, um, you know, he's really putting everything into this, his last run and pulling all the stuff together. Cool. So it's, it's quite a fun end of an era. Um, and uh, let's actually, I'll talk a bit about the next era since we're talking about this. Sure. Okay. Um, so Greg Pak, who we're going to talk about in a moment is taking over the writing duties, uh, starting with issue number uh, 68 right at the end of this this run uh and it looks like they're gonna do they're moving the timeline forward a little bit it seems like uh that this one's gonna actually take place right before the beginning of empire um, right before the beginning, beginning of empire, empire yeah because okay, wow. it says like the line says uh the evil uh, do, 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 do. the evil darth vader obsessed with finding young skywalkers dispatched thousands of remote pro probes <laughs> into the far reaches of space that's right you remember the opening lines of the empire strikes back now find out what happened just before as luke and his friends lost a desperate three-pronged mission of deception hmm. oh, okay. so it looks like we're gonna get bumping up and i'm be interested to see what they do I'm wondering if around maybe issue 75, they do a little time jump or something. And then maybe 
move towards that era of like post empire pre Jedi. Yeah, but then you lose Han. Right, but maybe you, um, maybe you know, maybe they do a parallel um, viewing of Empire Strikes Back with like sort of a B character or something. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. I think I I was rereading the old Marvel uh, run from the seventies. Yeah, and the first. the first, I think, 25 or 20 issues of that series mm. is just a retelling of Star Wars and Empire. Oh, and, then yeah. it, and I think it jumps after that. So mm. I just love that. I love this yeah. idea of like when we get there, absolutely you can retell Empire from mm. different perspectives. Um, plus, we are going to be in the we're in the 40th anniversary year of Empire. Of Empire. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, we just so, had the anniversary. Yeah. yeah, so it makes sense to kind of start telling some Empire stories. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool to see like Detective Vader, like he's yeah. getting this information from these probe droids that are scouring the galaxy for Luke and things like that, and he's investigating other planets yeah. and 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 at these other scenes before he gets to Hoth. Like maybe yeah. a probe head, maybe probe droids do find clues of Luke, Han, and Leia, and he goes to investigate. But it's you know he's it's just, he's, he just missed missed yeah. them or just but he got him on. closer. I mean, imagine yeah. trying to find a galaxy. It's like a needle in yeah. a haystack the size of Detroit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Well, you know, Grant, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Detective Vader because we're getting another series uh, coming out in uh, June. Um, Star Wars Target Vader, a six-issue miniseries brought to you hmm. by Thompson. Hmm. Um, and it reads, the first line is just, Darth Vader is on the hunt for a mysterious criminal syndicate uh, operating outside of the Empire's rule. So oh, all right. looks like we might actually get some Detective, <laughs> Detective Vader. Vader. <laughs> yeah. Smoking out um, criminals and another crime syndicate, too, which I always enjoy. Yeah. And um, it looks like we're also going to get some Dengar. So oh, there you go, people. Enjoy huh. everyone but huh. me. That must be because they love Dengar. And I guess. But the, but the because poll... it's so well known. But the poll I put on Instagram a week ago disagrees. Right. Was, there four, was it four to How one? Or five to one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many total votes 20 something votes okay and yeah. it was 75 percent lame oh wow 25 percent cool well then i look forward to this series uh so that all of those people can realize how great dengar actually is. but here's what i'll say for ben and ben's defense mm-hmm. is that those who commented and mentioned the people who voted cool always cited star wars battlefront, battlefront. Yeah. and i as we know i'm not a big battlefront player so i've always said like that that would probably redeem him in my in yeah my he's and you know yeah. what I, I think when he was launched on star wars battlefront all the battlefront people were like who mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah uh, and then they got to play him and it was like his, yeah. it was his the voice actor killed it the like yeah. lines he used which they made up for this thing yes yeah, amazing yeah. and it like and now they like there's like a like memes and memes about Dengar. Like if you yeah. s- even like whisper Dengar on Star Wars Battlefront, the subreddit, yeah. like it, it causes a, a you know a hailstorm yeah. of upvotes and um hmm. and people just love it. So, but um, yeah, they did a nice niche. job. With yeah, him. yeah. And I'm fascinated to see what they do with him, assuming they do something with him in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Right. He was so we did see Dengar in the um in the Star Wars series much earlier on. Right. He was. Uh, I think they went yeah. to a planet and Chewbacca and he fought or, and um, they were, yeah, he's was it Afra or was it, I think it was the Star Wars run. I think it was on. where they went to go get a cache from a hut who had like a bunch of lightsabers and they all had lightsabers for like a scene. Oh, like right. That episode. Yeah. And Dengar like, um, mm. was like, 
uh, accosts them on a, on a rooftop or something. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of lame, yeah. but yeah. I mean, he's precedented. Yeah, I'm I'm basing my opinions on two seconds of film. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, I hate toilet paper on heads. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just what we need more mummies in our uh, in our Star Wars. Um, <laughs> Does he have a last name or is it just Dengar? It's just Dengar. It's like, like Cher. It's like it's not <laughs> yeah, it's like Cher. exactly like Cher. <laughs> it's exactly like Cher. You should hear his voice. His um, voice is beautiful. <laughs> Great. All right. Um, uh, all right. Let's talk Han about uh, Han Solo. So we got uh, Age of the Rebellion, Han Solo in Running from the Rebellion, uh, brought to you by Pack Sprouse Story, Bond villain, Lanham, and the Dodsons. Um, this is, uh, you know, part of that series where we're getting deep dives into characters. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, this is written by Greg Pack, who's going to be taking over the writing duties on Star Wars, and he's yeah. writing all of the Age of Rebellion lines, just like Jody Hauser wrote uh, wrote all of the Age of the Republic line. Um, and he's doing a good job. Remember, we talked was it last week? We covered uh, Princess Leia and, and Tarkin. Yeah, and you know Those this is great. a this is a fun uh, little story that is takes place kind of almost exactly after the end of A New Hope. And kind of covers what did he do with that money? Right, he's trying to take the money and run. Yeah, yeah, and we get actually a line. My favorite line, the whole thing, and this whole thing is where he just says, um, "We got exactly the amount Ben Kenobi, old Kenobi, promised us." Like it was just like a uh, nice really? little line, like something along the lines of, "That's all of it, Chewie, just like old Ben Kenobi promised." Oh wow! So yeah. seventeen thousand. Yep, exactly. So and fifteen. Yes. When you reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but of course he gets derailed and so at, at, you know uh, Luke comes running in tells him we have one more mission for you which he's basically saying but I'm not part of the rebellion yeah. and Chewie is basically sitting there on his shoulder going we have to do this we have to do this we yeah. have to do this uh, he runs into some old smuggling pals and he's, he has this divided loyalty does he save mm-hmm. his smuggling friends does he finish his job for the rebellion is there a way to do both and throughout the entirety of, of it him basically going but I'm not part of the rebellion so he's kind of losing street cred <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, by, yeah by helping the rebellion right. mm-hmm. um, but there's some, there's some great planets in here I think we get he travels to three or three planets in the in the comic and, yeah uh, what were those planets? We have Belnab. I think they start on Belnab. Yeah. Belnab, yeah. yeah. Start on Belnab, which is interesting because there's another planet we know called, I guess, Tanab is not a planet per se, but oh, name, of a, name of battle. Right. Yeah, yeah. Could have been a planet. The Battle of Tanab, yeah. yeah. Interesting because Belnab's where Luke is and where it looks like the Rebellion may have regrouped mm. after Yavin. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not clear, but it seems like there's a lot of Rebellion people running around. Luke's there, so it might be nice. kind of where they it's went. It's in the mid rim. It looks like almost like a desert. Yeah. Um, very cool. Uh, yeah. And then we go to Troikin. It's yeah. in the outer rim. So we go from the mid rim to the outer rim. Oh, and, uh, and he's helping that smuggler. I think his name's Akko or something. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yep. But um, what's really cool here is when they get to Troikin, I think they're unloading a Spice. Uh, right? So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So. They're unloading Spice to... Um, to these uh, this this alien species, and they're they're actually I think they're the Zexto, and that was actually Gascano from the Pod Race in Episode One. Oh, it Gascano totally is. Zexto. It totally yeah. is. I knew they looked really familiar. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's cool awesome. to see that right. uh, species back in play, and uh, to see them without all the kind of Wait, the, the clothing. Guys, yeah. On. Oh, okay. The ones that look a lot yeah. like the. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. They look a lot like Kaminoans, except they have forearms yeah. and their necks are a little does, shorter. Doesn't doesn't he just blow up? Don't we get a, a scene of him? And isn't he the one that goes? I think there's several people that do. That yeah. yeah, I think we just get him like staring directly down the camera and just like screaming, yeah. and then blows up. So it wasn't Quadrinero. Was but the Zexto no, aren't the only. He just, he just 
he just ends up on the ground yeah. and ends up hitting it, I think, hitting something. He gets right. frustrated, yeah. But the Zexta aren't the only alien species we see on Troika. Mm -hmm. And we also see Gozos. Gozos. Which are the, the same species as Flix uh, from Flix and Orca on Resistance. Yeah. yeah so that was really like cool. like a large bird-looking, <laughs> yeah. sort of like an angry bird with long legs. Yep, it's like a chick on, a chicklet on, on yeah. stilts. Yeah, and they are, uh, they are carrying some heavy weaponry <laughs> yeah. in it, which is it's pretty like, fun. TL twenty is something, yeah, yeah, massive, some like giant blaster rifles. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and then we uh, finish the journey on uh, Kalumadarian. Yep, nice. uh, in, in the expansion region, hmm. which is really interesting because we have wild space, we have the unknown regions, and we have the expansion region. Nice. Yeah, it must just be like the kind of the outer I'm guessing perimeter of the map. Maybe the different arms because galaxies mm -hmm. right have those like the spiral That's arms. Right. I wonder yeah. if did the different arms are named. That'd be great. Wow, there could, be a, there could be a lot of outer regions then. Yeah, if each if we're going for each, there better be. There should well there should be galaxy. more. I mean, yeah. about space, right? In yeah. terms of like size, there should be more outer rim and and unknown regions than there are inner rim because everything's going to be very compact in the inner right rim. Mm -hmm. But still, I mean, we're talking galaxy, not like system. Mm -hmm. It's like you know. It should be essentially infinite within this this range mm -hmm. that they've set. There's essentially infinite yeah. realms, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, no, totally. It's it's I think it's, it's habitable uh, systems, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fun issue. It's it's you know I, I really liked his writing on Leia and mm -hmm. Tarkin, and this was good. Um, I, I don't. I'll be honest. It was my favorite so far mm -hmm. and i think part of it is less about his writing and more about what can you do with han solo as right, a character right, in this right. time period um because that he hasn't been done already he's had he has so little character development between um episode four and episode five i feel like right There's, i mean he's kind of in the same place you know yeah. it's 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 similar to like finn between like right between uh force awakens and and last Jedi. Mm -hmm. like he's this very little character development yeah. and so a lot of it is just exactly what this is. Is like, I'm not part of the rebellion. I am part of the rebellion. I don't know where I'm at. And so, you know, there's not a ton you can mm -hmm. do with the yeah. character. You actually just described the exact Finn character development in yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah, exactly. So, so it was good. It was definitely a fun read, but it's it's not like it didn't it didn't give me much depth into the character yeah. like some of the other ones did. But again, I don't think there's much he could have done because mm -hmm. it would have created false depth if I think if they went deeper on that. And the funny thing is that the thing at the very end... Um, uh, the little article at the very end, uh, you know, this one was written by um, uh, Glenn uh, Greenberg kind of talks a bit about the fact that he's not there. A lot of it is about um, Harrison Ford's feelings about the character um, and his argument that he wanted to die in Jedi, as we all know. Um, but he, you know, uh, Harrison Ford's quote was, I thought, speaking of the death, I thought it would give the myth some somebody that Han Solo, in fact, really had no place to go. He's got no mama. He's got no papa. He's got no story, right? And right. I feel like that is Han Solo in a lot of ways is that that character isn't meant to have depth. It's supposed to be right. the person who mm -hmm. is a non-believer. And as it talks about a lot in this article, he's a surrogate for the viewers, yeah. for the non-believers in the crowd. So, right. so you, what can you do with a character like that if you're going to tell a comic right. story other than an action story, right? Other than a fun kind of piece of fluff. Yeah. Yeah, he adds that 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 pragmatism and the cynicism mm -hmm. that kind of opposes the the kind of believers uh, and right. like Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi and things like yeah. that. So yeah, he offers that to the story. But um, yeah, I also agree that this this wasn't my favorite comic thus far from Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to think of whereas what... like 
Tarkin might have been Tarkin was incredible. Yeah, co- one of my favorite comics ever. Yeah, I mean, I can still tell you the plot of those two comics, mm-hmm. and yeah. we're two weeks out from when I read them the first time. Mm-hmm. And I right. guarantee you, in two weeks, I'm not going to tell you the plot yeah. of the Han Solo. In fact, I read it on the way right. here, and I'm still start already kind no. of because it's I, not a plot. For I almost wish he tripped getting out of the Falcon and like inhaled spice by accident. Like I feel yeah, like yeah, that would have yeah. been a better comic. Am I yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like anything, just anything right. kind of different than mm-hmm. delivery boy, boy story. But uh, it was fun. Nonetheless, yeah. it was fun to read, and the art's great. And I thought yes. he nailed the the kind of the voice, the hunt, the voice. Yes, of Solo. I mean that's yeah. a really important mention. He knows that yeah. voice, and he knows his characters. He's doing as as, as good a job as Jody Hauser did mm-hmm. with the voice. So they got the right people writing these comics. Yeah. Um, one last fun little piece of thing to do for a comic, Kyber uh, Crystal Comics Corner. We've done this in the past, but they just announced for the next run, The Age of Resistance, the special. So that special oh. issue is where they have shorter stories mm-hmm. with three characters that aren't going to have their own full run. Um, any guesses what three characters we might get? Ooh, this is fun. Uh, I saw the cover. Oh, bet. Grant, well, any the first one was Yoda... Um, uh, for Age of... Rep- oh, that was... Well, Age of the Republic. Yeah, Age of the Republic. We got Jar Jar. Yes. Cody, right? Or five... We got a, we got a clone. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It was it was Jar Jar and the clone. Jar Jar and the clone. Um, um, right there. Yoda. We, no, because we got Yoda in Age of Rebellion. Oh, yeah, man. but in this current run of Age of Rebellion, we got Yoda, IG-88, yep. and, um, and then uh, Biggs, Biggs and, and Dark Lighter and, and Jack, Jack Porkins. Porkins. Yeah, that was our, that was our triptych that was, we got mm-hmm. before. So this was, next one, it's going to be obscure characters. No, no, Qui-Gon had his own. Yeah. kind of has to be obscure characters. Mace? Uh, yeah. But this Age of Rebellion. Yeah. Mace, Windu? Oh, yeah, we're... You, we just did the rebel. You just said yeah, but you're talking about Age of Republic. Republic so. one, it was we're trying to remember. It was Jar Jar, oh, Jar Jar, Mace. I think it was Jar Jar and um, Rex, it was and Rex. Rex, and then Mace, Mace. and not Amidala. Nope, I'm not not getting it at all. It wasn't not another Captain Jedi, Typho. right? Was it a bag? Oh, it was a Saj. It was a Saj. Saj Ventress. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, all right, good one. That's right. So this one's gonna be Age of Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's kind of an outlier character that they'd explore? I'm just gonna try and not guess. I only saw one face, okay, one hairstyle, if you will. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. what other ones? Salacious Crow, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. that would be amazing. He deserves his own, his own um, full comic. Java, nope, no, let's talk about Age of uh, Resistance. Oh, this is a so, yeah, so current, oh, current trilogy, okay. current trilogy, Age of yeah, Resistance. So, oh, for the next one, yeah. Snoke? Snoke? No, Snoke gets his own full one. Oh, I think ah. Snoke gets a full comic. Oh, I was kind of uh, kidding Hux? because I figured they'd tell us nothing. Uh, no, and I don't know. Hux might be getting his own. I should have. Oh, I think I just own. saw it. <laughs> Who'd you see? Uh, Holdo. Yeah, Holdo. so that's, that's the same thing I Because it's, it's hard to miss the hair. Right, so Holdo is one, but there's two others. So we have, any, have the uh, other two. Talia uh, Lente? No, uh, that'd be a good, good guess though. Um, what about um, they went oh, oh Rose uh, no Rose's sister uh, Paige nope Paige Tico uh, no. no what about um, Snap Wexley nope see I think what happened is you guys are right on track for who they went with with the other ones but they didn't go as deep bench as you're thinking mm. oh, okay I, with with uh, with this one did Poe get one Poe has his own full one I was gonna say yeah. be better Hux Phasma Phasma has her own. I know, because like the dark side, it has to be like Snoke, Phasma. So I'll give you another hint: no dark side. Oh, well, that's oh. there should have been at least one. Dark yeah, side there should have. But I think there's. Uh. What are you gonna do? Because I'm guessing, right. I'm guessing Hux, Phasma, 
Kylo and oh, Snoke. Laura Santeca. No, really, I would love that. That's yeah. a gold mine. Too deep bench. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say then. Um, Chewie. No, I think Chewie gets one in the age. Luke uh, Nine Nub. Nope, nope. I think I'm just gonna um, tell you at this point. Yeah. Uh oh, Aloasty. Aloasty, nope. that was when I was saying uh, it too. Um, he does well. I mean, the whole Black okay. Squadron dies. All right, just tell us. We're, yeah, we're yeah. going. So on. one's a droid. The droid. The main droid. Oh, BB-8. Oh, oh. Yeah. See, they went. See, that's what happened. Is okay. like you're. It's you're thinking more deep bench than what they yeah. actually did. And I think that they just because with that. And then the other one is Maz, Maz Kanata. Oh, oh that's yeah. pretty good. That yeah, it's pretty deep bench. Uh, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Yeah, but they yeah. didn't go like super obscure. Not yeah. super, but they went more obscure. I think with the other ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's well, cool. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think I saw for the next, so the next um, Age of the Rebellion episode that's come out is going to be Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, we got right. we got we got uh, Boba Fett and then Lando coming oh, out. Lando. Yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, Boba Fett's next week, so we'll be able to talk about that next week. Nice, go pick it up and um, talk about it with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's all I got for Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. All right, great work. Great work. <laughs> All right, in this segment, we talk about the books. Uh, and this week, we have something a little different. Uh, we have their first... It's like a book. It's like a book. It's like a book that someone else reads to you. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't know who that person is, except for by name. Right. Now this is getting creepy. Yeah. Uh, so this is a Star Wars first kind of um, de- delving into an audiobook form only. And, um, Exclusive. Yeah, by, it's uh, Dooku Jedi Lost by Kevin Scott. Um, and I've listened to it six hours long. I've listened to the first hour and a half of it. Oh, cool. um, so I can talk a little bit about it. But um, we'll save it. Maybe we'll do a fuller one next week. Talk yeah. a little more about it. I'll pick that up. Yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. It's we do get some really young Dooku. Like we get twelve year old Dooku wow. in this. Like yeah. flashback to him. We get a lot of him in Serrano, him and Asajj Ventress. It's actually pretty interesting. It gives oh, well, you a, so a it lot jumps of around like, just like Master it does. And yeah, it's very Master and Apprentice, but on the dark side. Um, and cool. it's fun. And what's unique about this is in most of the audiobooks, they'll have one person reading the entire thing and doing um, voices. Mm. This, they have a full cast. So every every character has a different person reading it. Mm. Um, and they brought right, out man. kind of the all-stars for, for who does the best voices. Um, and I'm pretty sure, though, please double check me on this because I'm just kind of speaking off the dome. And mm-hmm. I think the person who does the Asajj Ventress voice is the one who did it for Rebel, uh, for uh, Clone Wars. Oh, cool. That or she does a spot-on impression. Asajj like, it sounds Ventress. just like Asajj yeah. Ventress. Um, I have a theory about this, um, and I have, again, this is just me kind of speaking off the dome, but so Marvel is currently doing um, fictional podcasts with Wolverine, which is similar to this format. Mm -hmm. They'll do a weekly hour, like it's like old time radio, basically, with Wolverine. Mm. Right. And this reads or listens, hears, sounds, sounds a lot like, I like, I like listens, uh, a lot like... (laughs) Hurts my brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it hears a lot like... Um, <laughs> it sounds a lot like that format. And, and because it's not... There's a lot of prose in it, but at certain times it's not like he said, she said. Da, da. It's literally just back and t- forth talking. And oftentimes you'll hear them say a sentence that is 
clearly was written for people only listening to something where you're not going to explain what's going on, where people are saying the oh, action right. that's happening. Right. right. And so I wonder if this, in each, in each chapter, and they don't say chapter, but each chapter is broken up to about 20 minutes. Mm. So I wonder if they first produced this thinking they were going to do weekly podcast episodes. Awesome. Oh, okay. And, and then like, decide mm-hmm. to just release it as full as a book. But like, or we could just sell it for 30 bucks a pop. Yeah, I'm wondering. Because the production value is really up there. Like right, because the, the big books. selling point is that it's fully cast. Like each character yeah. is, is cast uh, with its own reader. And then uh, it also has sound effects from yeah. the film. Yeah, it they're, does. They're probably just seeing what their return on investment yeah. is here. Like, are like, let's put throw money, money, bunch it's, of money at it and see people buy this thing. And if right. they yeah. don't, then maybe we... We'll do the podcast. Does, we do the podcast thing and get... Do yeah. ads. Ads, exactly. Yeah. They're probably going to... Their next one probably will be podcast format just to... And they'll look compare the two. I yeah. hope so. I really enjoy this so far and I, and I like this format, but I can't... I can't keep spending twenty five dollars yeah. on these. The, the, the price, price point, point was way too high for me. And, hmm. and to be honest, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I probably wouldn't have bought it just because mm-hmm. then, right. because of that. And I think nine ninety five would have been a good price. Yeah, right. yeah. And, if, and 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 I think I think they should go the podcast form because they got the books, they got the audio books. Why not? If you're Star Wars, why not rule every single realm and just do a podcast? special like marvel did with with wolverine and that wolverine one was a success they just did the second one so right and so with that wolverine podcast did they uh turn that into a comic eventually they did okay yeah it reads like a podcast which means it's it's text dense (laughs) so i'm like i read about half the issues and i'm like i'm just gonna listen i'm just gonna listen to the listen to the book and then i'll flip through and visualize because yeah. it reads dense, and I don't mm-hmm. like I don't like super dense comics. Or like I'm like I'd read a book if I wanted a book. Mm-hmm. Like you, right, yeah, you should be able to tell your story visually. Right. right. So um, we see we see Asajj and Dooku on the cover, but yep. do we get uh, like Grievous? Do we get any other? Characters? No, I think I, again I'm only about a quarter of the way mm-hmm. through. I think in terms of like in that era, it's mostly just Dooku and Asajj, and a lot of it is Dooku telling Asajj about his childhood because. He's sending her on a mission to find his sister, basically. Oh, Dooku's sister. D- Dooku's sister. And oh. in terms of flashback, we get... Countess Dooku? I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They haven't really said her name in terms of, like, what the counts are. It's, it's, I don't want to ruin anything because there's a couple of cool reveals in mm-hmm. it. Um, but, you know, in terms of the past, we do get Dooku Saifo Diaz, his, oh, his nice. best past, who calls him Do. Hey, Do. No way. <laughs> yeah. And we get some Yoda. So we get some Yoda talking to young, like, like Padawan Dooku. Or even pre-Padawan. That's great. Because I'm still a little blurry on the Sifo-Dyas story. Like, yeah. what Who happened it? there? It seemed yeah. like a kind of... I know. Like, they had a, a Sifo-Dyas arc in the Clone Wars, and it was still just as good. Do you know the, the origin of Sifo-Dyas in terms of, like, behind the scenes? Was mean? it a misreading? Oh of yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Sidious. Sidious. Uh, like it was supposed to be Sidious. And then he wrote, and then he and George wrote it kind of weird to be like he he hit his name like Sidious or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then whoever transcribed it wrote it Saifa Diaz. And then George saw that and went, I like that better. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and yeah. now it's his own character. And now it's his own thing. I just love that. That's yeah. such a but now super it's so Star Wars thing. When, mm-hmm. Because it's like so what happened? So it's like essentially he got conned into ordering this army or they just like used his name but then yeah they threw him in a dungeon somewhere or yeah know, dooku threw him in a dungeon this was his friend mm-hmm. yeah his like best for, friend in childhood for ages yeah for at least 10 years of the clone Wars. yeah or something. Mm, so yeah. um so it'd be interesting i don't know if it's going to kind of reveal that a little bit but i'm guessing it's going to be kind of him i think he's yeah. 12 
in this, right. in this series. Were they crush mates, which is now a new term they've used? I don't think they've dropped. I've been listening for it. And I haven't heard the word crush yet. Because that. that was, that was in, which uh, I Master think that's like, yeah. It's, it's been, like, they, yeah, they, yeah. I think it's like a class or something. But they were like, they, I think it's they old. Go down, like, back I think that's trail. like old EU that they brought back in. Because I remember oh, like yeah. the old Obi-Wan and Anakin, they used to, they did have like those young readers ones where Anakin and and Obi as like in the Jedi Temple when mm-hmm. they were kids. Oh, cool! And I think so, they used Crash back. So then. do we get Yoda and Dooku, Master and Apprentice? Not yet, situations? just because I think he's just he's not quite. I don't think he's taken on a master mm-hmm. yet. I think he's still in that Crash okay. like youngling oh, yeah. phase. But but um, Yoda definitely knows him. Um, yeah. Very cool. Uh, it's very it's 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 a good listen so far. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Um, again, I hope they do this as, as podcasts and, mm-hmm. and not keep yeah. dropping twenty five dollar bombs on us every month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, jeez, yeah. But um, nonetheless, uh, I'll I'll check it out. I'll, I'll yeah. try to get it, pick it up. Cool. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Awesome. There's literally only one game. There's only okay. One. Yes, uh, there is a game. Um, <laughs> And it is Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, there are actually old games that are not current format and stuff, and they are all on sale this weekend because it is May the 4th on Saturday, yeah. which is a uh, big deal for uh, most of us yeah. um, and some other people too. Um, you guys have any May the 4th plans this weekend? I'm going to go see Endgame again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you and a lot of other people probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to a Star Wars themed Cinco de Mayo party. That's oh, awesome! Nice. Uh, and you? I'm going to rewatch the films. Oh, good, good for you. Oh, my someone's duty. being a good <laughs> yeah. Star Wars fan. Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the extent of my celebration. I really no, that's good. Maybe bring yeah. out some string and some tape. And maybe like, maybe make some connections in your um, in your secret room. Yeah, I mean that's that's an everyday thing. So <laughs> that's that's always happening. Um, awesome, awesome. So yeah, so uh, may the four celebration is um, no exception for Star Wars Battlefront 2. They have a cool event um, this weekend where for their new game mode, um, Capital Supremacy, it involves uh, capturing command points. Hmm. And so it is a, you know, usually you have, you know, a daily thing that you can do. It's an independent goal and you fulfill it and you get credits. In the yeah. day. Um, but this, it's a group. It's a across the platform. Um, I think actually... Across both platforms. Hmm. They want, um, over the weekend, we need to uh, capture 4 million command points. Oh, wow. Which is pretty impressive. And 4 for 4, May the 4th. Um, and, you know, and so you need to capture... It It sounds like a lot, but right. um, I think the event started with... This is Thursday. It started on May the 1st, which is yesterday. Yep. And it's already cleared 2 million. Okay. Wow. All right. So they're so, on their way. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they're yeah. well on their way. I think they knew this is the thing. Um, so the deal is, I think, A, you need to capture a command point. Sure. But that, th- th- it's a little vague. Um, so go ahead, play capture, you know, Capital Supremacy for five seconds. You will capture a command point. It's really easy. Yeah. Um, because there's usually unguarded ones. Um, and then, then the deal is, then assuming we meet the goal, right. which we probably should by Saturday. Yeah. Um, but no later than the 6th. Um, and may- maybe it actually it has to be the 6th. You need to log back on 
and you will get a crate. And in said crate, you will receive a skin for uh, Princess Leia Organa oh, right. of Alderaan in her um, in her uh, white dress and buns from um, A New Hope. Yeah, um, yeah, we had talked about that skin, I think last. Yeah, week. I talked and about. So it. That's what this is. That's okay. What, so, um, but we didn't know how, how? we were going yeah. to get it. Mm-hmm. We just knew that was going to be the thing. So, how does um, how does she I look need... when she when she's moving around? Like, is there still clipping? Like, does the dress clip around? And... We we haven't seen it okay. yet in action. We just it is actually on the splash page. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be squishy, and you know she's mm-hmm. got her blaster, um, and. Um, yeah, you right. know, uh, classic. It's, cool. She's going to look really nice. Good. Maybe I'll um, sign on and do that. Yeah, there's no way I can't have that. No, Even though it's sort of sad because they don't really visit. Well, I guess they go to Yavin. They go to Yavin. Okay. So I'm trying, like, for a purist like me, I'm like, yeah. Where, yeah. I have to use the right skin for yeah, the yeah. right thing and, like, theorize it in my brain. But um, Yavin would be a good place for that. If she, if she wouldn't wear it in Hoth, she already has a Hoth skin. Right. But when you're on Death Star 2, you could sort of believe you're Pretend on Death Star it's 1, one. Yeah. in your mind. Yeah, um, she could still look good on that. You could uh, cheat it in Yavin, right? Because she's still wearing it when they get to Yavin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Tatooine, I don't think she's ever on Tatooine. No, she's above, right? So you can get like. Oh yeah, that's when she had mm-hmm. Boosh. Yeah. Um, then she there is a Boosh skin, which is See, amazing. there you go. Yeah. Um, on the Death Star map, do they have the the bridge or like the the command center? Oh, that would be Rome? so cool. You know, they don't. If you could like mm. actually stand on the bridge yeah. and look out. Oh. Because no, I love using know. Ansel, like the the, photog- yeah. the photo mode uh, Ansel, uh, brought to you by NVIDIA. I love taking photos of that game. Like, I think yes. it's so gorgeous. I think the new yeah. skin for Leia is stunning. I would love to take a picture of her maybe in the Tantive or, yeah. or in the Death Star Command Center or something You know, like they didn't have it in Death Star mm. 1 either. Well, no, 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 because the bridge, they might. Right. That's such well, a great the, I'm, I'm, great I was thinking yeah. of the bridge of a yeah. Star Destroyer, oh, not the okay. bridge okay. of... Because I, I don't think I don't think the Death Star has windows, right? Like the it command center screen. where they're standing, mm. I don't think it has windows. And I think they did have that in the last one. And I don't think they have mm. it. Yeah. They might not have it for this one. Though they do have a sort of like the sunken seating with mm-hmm. like the operation. Oh, right, right, right. Um, cool. And... Um, I don't know. They might actually, but it's like it's it's kind of changed. You wouldn't mm-hmm. like recognize. It might be hard it. to recognize if you don't. But see you it. could. Yeah. I, I think it would be enough um, grant so you could mm-hmm. take photos and they would make sense um, with the because they have all the stuff on the walls. Um, what they do have is they have the from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. They have the. Um, I'm trying to just like think about this. No, because they it wasn't. It was no. It must have been Return of the Jedi, right? Because mm-hmm. we didn't see the new Death Star in Empire Strikes Back. No. Um, no. You know the big. Like the parade scene where it's like he gets off the mm-hmm. Imperial shuttle, right? Like so they have that room. That's um, awesome. That's, that's there, really cool. and yeah. um, that you know, and um, and there's some other really cool rooms, and they have like sort of, I don't know, it, it's it's clearly the Death Star from within mm-hmm. there. Anyways, um, if you're playing the game, yeah. uh, go do it. If you haven't played the game, honestly, it's very user friendly. If you've never mm-hmm. played a first person shooter, you can get into it. And yeah, it. Um, and there's an arcade mode and all that, and it's like yep. seven bucks. So. Um, Go do it. Check out yeah. um, the new Princess Leia of Alderaan yeah. skin, and it'll yeah. be cool. At this point, if you're a Star Wars fan, you have one of the next-gen consoles. There's no reason not to own it for, for exactly. seven bucks. It's just, yeah. yeah it's, exactly. Because I dip in every so often. It's fun just to see. Yeah. It. It's it's just beautiful. You can create your own battle scenarios. And yeah. It, like, you can you can nerd, nerd out. Yeah. And there is a first-person mode there um, with the story of Iden Versio, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Sweet. Cool.
And now for Into the Holocron. Alright, so if you guys are longtime listeners, you may know that we oftentimes end our show with a segment called Holonet Rumors. But uh, as we get closer to the release of The Rise of Skywalker, we've decided to pivot away from covering leaks and rumors in favor of diving deep into speculation with a segment we like to call Into the Holocron. Into the Holocron. Into the Holocron. Um, cool. So I thought since there's since of recent there's been a renaissance of parentage slash origin speculation about Ray. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to maybe run different theories by you guys and get our reactions on the record. I love this game. Is that yeah. great? Is that fun? Sounds That's great. Cool. So I'm going to throw you guys different theories and um, you guys can just give me your honest reactions. Tell me what you think about it. And uh, if you just, you can say nope. You can even just answer with nope. That's, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> all right. Ray is a lowly scavenger with drunkard parents and was yes. marooned on Jakku. That is, and that, love is it. that is the extent <laughs> of her origin. Yep. Okay. I'm, 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 I've come to terms with that one. Yeah. That seems like all we know from the films themselves. Like that's, that's all we've been, been told. I like that story, right? I like that idea that anyone can be the next great Jedi, right? That yeah. it's, not, it's yes. not a lineage thing. And at the end of the day, I, as I've talked about, I want this to be the end of the Skywalker line. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's my theory of how this whole thing needs yeah. to end. And so that's, that would be my vote. But I'm open to other things as well. It's not like it's this or bust for me, but... Speaking of us. So she's just, she's Ray from nowhere. She's Ray yeah. from Jakku. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Are you, you like that, Adam? You're, I do. You're yay on that? Yeah. I, uh, I'd i be happy if it was more. I'd be happier if there okay. was more. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I've come to terms with that. Yeah. I think that would be a perf- perfectly acceptable. I would be fine if there's more. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. Uh, clone. Clone reveal. Ray is a clone. Of just something. Of. Uh, of Anakin Skywalker Anakin or Luke and Leia, the combined genetics of Luke and Leia. Or I mean, if you look, for instance, if you look at the, uh, I think a big clue to this, the clone theory is if you look at the Last Jedi and you look at the mirror cave scene, it, she is just in a line of other rays that are behind right. her. As she's and asking then, about her origin, her parents, she's right, show me my yeah. parents. There's just a line, right. and then she sees the two people who, then but there's turn two into people. one and then become her. Right. So that that's Which the argument. That's the argument for the uh, the combined how people right. that's get what, birth, get cloned, yeah, or or just. Childbirth, also. Right, right. <laughs> right, or childbirth. Is but, that how uh, that works? I don't know. My dad still hasn't had the talk to me. I've been have waiting questions. Yeah. for a long time for that talk. That could hint at the combined genetics of Luke and Leia, though. Some kind of some master plan to combine those okay. two. But I know that's a really I'm strange be, way to I'm get I'm going to be the guy in the room who says, do not have a storyline <laughs> with the combined genetics of Luke and Leia. We've already like played around with siblings kissing. too close. Like, right, let's right. not touch that. Um... You know, clone. It's twisted, right? It's, it's <laughs> twisted and evil. Uh, so Wouldn't she have a tail then. <laughs> <laughs> I, you uh, know, I will say, like the clone stuff from a thematic standpoint mm-hmm. makes sense. One of the first things we hear in the Star Wars universe is the word clones. We hear it very early on mm-hmm. in in the thing, right? You served my father loyally in the Clone, clone Wars, Wars, right? Yeah. It, we always wondered what the Clone Wars were as kids. We get mm-hmm. a lot of cloning. Um, I don't understand why the Emperor Empire or the First Order would give up on cloning. It actually seems like a fairly efficient way to make uh, a giant army. Yeah. So I get it. I don't know if I love it, but I but I think it could be done. I feel like my answer lies to me like, if it's done right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben, what do you think? I have a fundamental problem with mm-hmm. cloning Force-sensitives. Mm. Because, again, you open up... I mean, that... 
if you're gonna yeah. do that, you're setting a massive precedent. And I'm like, well, it's like, well, great. We'll just have some, you know, Jedi, and we'll just use them as a, you know, DNA farm, and just like clone the heck out of like Jedi and make it. Why don't we make an army of Jedi out of clones? Which is again the it, it was the plot of um, a video game called Force Unleashed 2. Right. Um, yeah, that's the big reason why this shouldn't happen. And it, which was like, kind of, was really fun to play. But it's a good video kind game. Of, good video game, but kind of a train wreck of a story. Yeah. And like, now that I've seen how bad, like, I don't want to see that yeah. as the culmination of my, I really, 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 really don't want to see that as the culmination. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't make sense of them. Like, everyone knows yeah. that that video games exists. So like, it would be really odd call for jj to be like that's i'm gonna just you know yeah that plot for Mm -hmm. for you know the biggest movie in the franchise and grant your reaction is always like don't show me the tubes that was it yeah i don't (laughs) want to see the facility i don't want to see a pile of like array Mm -hmm. bodies or anything anything just you've seen in other clone films and things that feature cloning uh, I don't want to see the tubes. I don't want to see the, the actual creation of the clones or anything like that. But I think it could work. Honestly, I'm a fan who thinks it could work, mainly because the Emperor seems to be all about cloning, and in the the kind of ex- uh, the, in the expanded universe texts mm. and in legends texts and things like that. Like all you read about uh, when you read about Palpatine is is cloning and the 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 idea of the act of the dark transfer and going to a new body and all these kind yeah. of things. So I mean, like this is something you could mine, but. There's some interesting yeah. plot points there. Yeah. I, I think there's some interesting storytelling there because you have, if you have Palpatine cloning Anakin, let's say, there's actually, it could be multiple things. Right, right. But there is the thing that I feel like in the extended universe, they've done a good job of explaining that, that, um, that Palpatine's not happy with, with the apprentice he got. Mm-hmm. This is, he was not supposed to get this burned husk of a man, right? right. This, right. this, and so I can, I can see him going just, I can see him going, I'm going to keep this cloning this until I have like, mm-hmm the thing I wanted, right? right? And I also like the storytelling of then, it allows you to tell a story of that. There's not, it actually, which is something we'll get to later, uh, with with Radar, no, Radar. <laughs> oh, hashtag Raider. 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 Yes. Radar. With the Raider stuff where this actually removes the idea of fate in a nice way, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it plays with the idea of, no, people aren't fated to be good or evil, right? Because yeah. of the clone, which is almost why I would love for her to be a clone of Palpatine, which would also be super interesting, right? To be this idea yeah. of like the biggest evil we have in the world, mm-hmm. the clone of that turns out to be a hero, yeah. right? Because it's not about the genes. It's about conditioning. It's about conditioning yeah. and what yeah. you're in, so. I mean, so. clone is sort of, I mean, that's playing with a different idea that that is established, mm-hmm. right? Like, he didn't clone Anakin Skywalker, but he and I assume Darth Plagueis together yeah. created Anakin yeah. Skywalker out of the Force. Yeah, and and I mean, with the intention of just finding him, grooming him, and making turning him to the dark side, which right. was more or less successful. Yeah. Um, so with that established, it's like okay, like maybe he's like, no, maybe I just need to. I don't know. Cloning yeah. seems more of a step backwards after that. Like, well, it's mythological that's the thing, creation. right? It's science versus the <clears throat> yeah. mythology of the force, yeah. right? So, and that's a big yeah. question I was I was posing to you guys via text was I I was wondering whether what fans would think if or whether they'd prefer for the rise of the Skywalker lean sci-fi or fantasy like if it was to be fantasy it would be all about spirit like evil spirits, force ghosts, the force, things like that. And if it was to lean sci-fi it would be all about clones and uh like uh autonomous uh contingency plan like the contingency plan is almost operating through droids and through computer algorithms and there's machine learning and stuff like you know like things like that that i could see also being a route forward which is more to deal with technology 
versus mysticism. Yeah. Right. Well, and, with uh, that analogy there, I mean, I, I definitely feel like fantasy, but if, if I can pick nits for a second, um, I mean, I, I look at, I look at Star Wars as mytho- more mythology mm-hmm. than fantasy. Fantasy, I mean, I think high fantasy, I think of Tolkien, mm-hmm. dragons, magic, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars certainly isn't that. Like, it, it no. does fall within science fiction, but it was like, it was just, I mean, but it's really, to me, it's modern. Like, Star Wars is modern myth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it is more it's contemporary mm-hmm. myth, even right. because it's sort of like, you know, it's it, it contains all, all religions, yeah. even within the galaxy, and then made up ones too like yeah. it's you know it's polytheistic um and then but it's real it's tangible unlike our world where it's like just faith-based like this is it's faith-based right. but it's also like the force and is and not to not to like bring everything all the time yeah. back to campbell right but campbell yeah, like that, we we that. did an entire series on it talking about yeah. his examination of mythology Right. right, and that's and what Star Wars is. Right, and we know that and that Lucas is. read that and wrote that. So I mean, he used that as a guidebook to writing a mythology. I mean, he wrote a mythology, right? Yeah. He didn't write a fantasy. He wrote a mythology. Right. And, and the only difference is that world. he didn't try to sell it as a religion or right. as myth, as true myth. But it's still mythology. It's still based. Yeah. I mean, it reads like you're reading Greek myth or or, or any of those or, or Eastern myth yeah. or any of those. And mm-hmm. I, I do think that's where they're going now. I think that's mm-hmm. where the you know Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy, uh, Disney group, like I think they want to get, uh, they want to bring it back towards the myth. The issue with cloning too is that once you enter cloning into it, above just cloning like drones, which is what they did with the mm-hmm. with the clones, is you enter the ability just as if you start playing around with time travel. Yeah, it never ends. There's no out. Yeah, right. Right, because no matter how it ends. I don't know, just time travel, or I don't know, just make another clone, right? Yeah. Like that's part of the issue where I get a little mm. sketchy about cloning and and that stuff. Where it's just like, well, then yeah. you can just keep breaking the rules every ten years when you need to make another film. I, I would actually love it if the first order made another clone army. I think that would be. I'm great. fine with that. I'm fine with the making the drones. Right. I'm with you, kind of like cloning. But it would it would take a, a defter hand um, than mine certainly um, to to come up with a clever way to do it with force sensitives. Yeah, and, and that was mm. that's the, the long way to sort of make that point. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I like it. I, I, th- I mean, there's it's interesting when you listen to the conversations that Snoke has with Kylo and how there's how Snoke is urging Kylo to to uh, give into the dark side and and not be challenged by the light that's within him and mm. things like that. It almost makes me. F- think that the um they're trying to find they're trying to find the next vader right they're saying hey you i thought you were going to be the new vader and and he's not fulfilling that that potential that snoke sees in him and i feel like if he can't do it maybe clone the kid and someone else will do it or something like that so he so ray a lot of people are, are thinking that she could be a clone of anakin skywalker i think we're totally missing the idea that she could be the clone of ben solo and actually be the mm. one that's going to Oh, play. interesting. Yeah. It's just a like completely that. different direction, yeah. but it makes perfect sense with the dialogue we've heard thus far. Right. I mean, mm. we do know the, the Kaminoans, when they cloned them, they could sort of manipulate their DNA to make them you know, less resistant to yeah. not taking orders. Right. And, like, you know. and also, um, you know, Kylo did experience love. Like, he did live with his mother and father for a long time and enjoyed, yeah. enjoyed their company. He did feel love, and therefore, he has a connection to the light forever. Yeah, and Ray yeah. was dropped on Jakku right. in this harsh environment, living a scavenger existence, as if someone has, as if that was all planned, 
and as if it was meant to bring her pain and meant for her to fall to the dark side or something right. like that. There's, right. there's this interesting right. notions yeah. going on oh, that's a really, that I feel like really cool. I, no one's hitting upon. It seems like a lot of people are just on the Anakin Skywalker, the new beta, like she is Anakin Skywalker's clone. But I think there's other ideas that could play as I, well. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that fully. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's, yeah, jump, to the, let's cool. jump to the next one. You guys ready? Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. And this was the first casting call was for Obi-Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. And that's what Daisy really answered that call. And she yeah. went into uh, doing an audition for the role and she got the role. But it was for, initially it was for Obi-Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a total, I mean, I, I'm guessing it was misdirection. It's 100% misdirection in my opinion. But yes. what do you guys think about that? I, I think that pretty much demonstrates that that's not going to be that. But mm. I always kind of had a, I mean, that was always my running mm-hmm. guess was that she was Kenobi's granddaughter. Yeah, Kenobi, yeah. That was my yeah. favorite of all the like lineage yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could it could possibly happen. I mean, the the obvious candidate yeah. for her um, grandmother then would right. be uh, ugh, the the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of her name too. Duchess Satine. And I mean, they had a thing, and they had a thing. You know, it could have happened sort of pre with you know, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine yeah. Duchess Satine having a child and then Obi Wan not knowing about. it. Right. Because he was like, if you had just asked me, I would have left the order, which was like a, a quote that will stay with me forever. Well, which actually does give you the out, right? Because she knew that if he found out, he would, would leave, leave the, the order, order and that was the worst, worst thing for hmm. him. So she that gives her yeah. motivation to maybe hide that child. Yeah. How tragic, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was really her choice. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I think, I think we've been... The, the fandom has been talking about that for the last five years so yeah. much that that's not going to be like at that point yeah. I'd almost be like as much as I love that I'd be like oh really because like, like, yeah. like, yeah. I've been obsessed with it for so long it's like the initial casting right. call for the role yeah. was labeled Obi-Wan's mm-hmm. Kenobi's granddaughter it's yeah. like oh that's not a great yeah. reveal yeah it's, if she it definitely gets fits us, that thing though she has like the same accent yeah, yeah she does the same personality she that's is. what's crazy um, about it yeah. If if it gets us Ewan McGregor in the film, I'm on board. <laughs> well, this brings us to the next idea, which is reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan does say, "If you strike me down, I'll re- I'll come back stronger than you could possibly imagine, or whatever." I mean, that's mm-hmm. it, it correlates directly with with Ray. Yeah, you know. Oh wow! I mean, it the, co- I could. I'm saying it could. Correlate it could directly. be like, if you strike me down, then. It doesn't matter because I've already have progeny running around in the world. I mean, oh no, he's going to come back. Like he's going to the Force Ghost is actually going to go into a new vessel, into a new per vessel. se. So wait, he would, yeah. he could inhabit his own granddaughter. Well, the, uh, no, no, I mean, no, we're, we're done with the deep granddaughter. So I think it's more like oh, okay. number one yeah. combined with Chris. this, right? That she's a yeah. nobody. Oh, this is a new or, like why she has the personality of Obi Wan Kenobi, but she's a completely new character. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it could Grant, be. Grant, you know you got a long way to get to pull me I know, it's a across lot. the line into reincarnation. Yeah, and I don't want to be like totally dismissive, but we've talked about this a lot. So we I don't have, know we, we have, have a have. lot to add here. I mean, I will. We had already, and we were texting about this earlier in the week, and yeah. I think the biggest argument I've heard against it is that from um, a few of my female friends who love this is that it takes away agency from an mm, amazingly right. strong female character. She's not just a strong female character. She's only she's strong actually just she's, a dude she's just a dude strong. in a female body. Or like, yeah, yeah. but again, I feel like my response back to that, not to mansplain, mm-hmm. 
so I'm just gonna stop now. Yeah. No, it's just like again, it depends on how you do it, right? If it's if it's a spirit right. thing and it's not like an actual. See, the issue I have with that is then if you make her the reincarnation of Kenobi and make her so much Kenobi-like, then she doesn't have agency as right. opposed to like mm-hmm. she just has this power that yeah. is that gets transferred from different. You just through right. the force, right? Is is kind of this a soft reincarnation, right? Mm. Idea. It would be as most as I would get on board. I don't think I would get on board with a full reincarnation story, yeah. but. I'm, and my, my argument is I'm too dumb to conceive of a reincarnation tale that mm. sort of would feel satisfying. Um, Interesting. And, which doesn't mean there isn't one out there. I just can't. I just can't see it. Yeah. It just it, yeah it just seems sort of, I don't know. I think it'd be a nice way to kind of rewrite history because Star Wars has so much buy-in and it's such a huge brand. It's like there's all these religions with these male-centric prophecies. Like yeah. the Savior always comes back, but it's always a guy. Like Jesus, the Dalai Lama, or what, I mean, whatever mystical figure yeah. returns, it's always just a male character. And I don't, and Star Wars has an opportunity to say, hey, what if a character returns, but it's a woman and she's the Savior and God is a woman. Like that, that, <laughs> that Ariana Grande song. <laughs> but like, uh, not to quote that, but um, <laughs> yeah, like I think it has, right. an oppor- it has an opportunity, it has an opportunity to do something interesting in terms of theology and uh it's just it gets it a little tricky because we've established yeah. force ghosts so it's just like hey yoda welcome back that's super great or like or uh right. luke hey, luke oh my gosh ghost of luke it's so great you're talking to me um that's yeah. awesome how are things he's like well i was really excited to see ben here but it turns out he's plunged his spirit back into the force and has been reincarnated incarnated somewhere and i have a feeling i know where like you know yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know. I guess you could sort of just not go down that road where they, with the force codes, they don't talk a lot about the ins and outs, yeah, um, uh, literally of that. Um, but it just gets a little, it gets a little wanky. It's, it's, it, yeah, there. it definitely does. And I feel like you also start running into the possible issues. Well, not, it, well, I'll just say it. I'm not the biggest fan of the last, the ending of Harry Potter in terms of like, like I I, yeah, I I know. Like when Harry and and Voldemort are like trapped in this thing, and they're ha- and then like Harry's parents come behind them, and it's just like this weird, like it. it, it mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like I just don't know what. And I feel like what we're describing is like I don't necessarily want to see. Like I want Force Ghosts in Episode Nine. I really want Force Ghosts. Yeah, and give me plenty. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. By the way, as long as they're established force losers, losers, force, force losers. losers. <laughs> what up, Is force, force losers? losers? <laughs> that's. Uh, that's what that's that's what people called me oh. on the playground. No, um, no. Uh, so but I feel like if they're established force users, don't give me a, a, a ghost Han, please. God, don't give me a ghost Han. Um, but oh, yeah. I, you know, so I just I but I worry about them. Like I don't want them like actively involved in the fight. Like I like this. Like they're like yeah. the pep talk before right. the fight. They like that's yeah. it. Like I don't want them like like doing magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like so. I know, which, which was what was scandalous about Yoda in Return of the Jedi conjuring lightning to, oh, set, and, uh, to set a tree on fire. Yeah, that didn't bother me for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah, I guess you could. I guess you're right. I mean, that's the that's that is the first time we've seen a Force Ghost actually like interact yeah. with mm-hmm. with and, the yeah. And there is precedented time travel in Star Wars too. Of course, that run, yeah, in Rebels, Rebels. Yeah, well, but again, it's so you. Like, yeah. <laughs> When we think about the prophecy, we think oftentimes we think it pertains to like Palpatine and what he and that he's read it and that he plans to act upon the prophecy yeah. and, and that if anyone's going to return through their apprentice or whatever that that certain pa- that that yeah. specific passage was that only through your greatest apprentice apprentice can you live again. Like yeah. if we're all looking at the dark side, we're totally not looking at the light side, and yeah. I think that's 
there's there's an interesting kind of like sleight of hand going on where it's like, hey, we're all looking at Palpatine and his transfer and his essence transfer into like some kind of new being, right? right. But we're not looking at the light side. It's this huge like sleight of hand. In my mind, it could be a big sleight of hand, and I that's how it could work. Yeah. But, oh, so it's so the movie is going to be about the the for, the spirit transfer on exactly. the dark side. Yep. But it's like, oh, surprise! But only the light can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, we know. I mean, it is pretty cool that there is a spiritual world in in the galaxy mm-hmm. and yeah. like if you've watched the mortis arc it's like it's very convoluted and very mm-hmm. you know hazy which it should be it should be mm-hmm. sort of crazy yes and there could be multiple spiritual worlds like who knows like, right, right. because it, it everything's sort of vaguely science-based too so who knows there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of wiggle room in there um, all right let's jump to the, go to the last one yes yeah, yeah uh han and leia's long lost daughter so Talk. can i can i can i edit this yep I'm going to immediately go, nope, here's what it should be if it's going to be that. It's Han and Kira's long-lost granddaughter. Oh, okay. Mm. Granddaughter? Oh, right. Because yeah, because Kira and Ray have overlap personality. They yeah, have right. similar accents. They're What could it be both. Kira and Han's daughter just from like early in his life? Well, then that would make her like 42. And <laughs> Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right <laughs> I know. You're right. Timeline. Sorry, timeline issues. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Which, hey, you know. Maybe people will age better on that desert yeah, on Jakku yeah. than they do on Tatooine. On Tatooine, it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, she's it's the like, opposite. What? She's like, yes, yeah, I'm 42. Yeah. What? But I like, because you can't, because this is cake and eat it too territory where mm-hmm. you get her to be Han's relation mm-hmm. without him cheating on Leia. Leia. Hmm. No, I like that. I mean, or having um, a daughter that Leia also, and Han inexplicably cast <laughs> off into the, a desert planet. Many people have come up with this theory, uh, but for me, all credit to my wife who said this is what i want yeah, yeah and then and then the next time we watch solo for the entire two hours going <laughs> could they have done it then like trying to find yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to find the five minutes where they were where they're like that's uh, oh no like, like trying yeah. to figure out what they, well, they were planning a trilogy that's the thing like i yeah. there's no doubt that han and and uh kira had some type of interaction again after the end of solo right. i would think right. their, their story is not over at the end of that movie i don't think they spent a lot of time in very cozy tunnels together. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know. The only way this could work for me is uh, because I did such a good job of talking about bridging minds in The Last Jedi. Yep. Talking about maybe like Mind decon- yeah, Sorry. wiping yeah. minds instead and kind right. of deconstructing those bridges. But I, yeah. that's the only way it could work. But that would be a big kind of, that would be kind of a cop out. That would be a cheat. So that would be so a massive cheat in right. my mind. So someone wiped... Han's mind and Leia's mind and maybe not and Kylo Ren's though. maybe not Ben Solo's mind because he's like what girl in, right. in The Force he Awakens seems he seems to be yeah. on but again that's just a what girl I know mind. yeah I mean like I think it's, there's so it's JJ right there's so yeah. many lines in that movie that can mean everything <laughs> or nothing depending yeah, on yeah, what yeah. happens in episode exactly. 9 which is brilliant which is great yeah I just think I mean maybe you could do this I just you get to the issue of that's that to me that this takes the most deft hand of any of these mm-hmm. theories because it involves you yeah. abandoning your child <laughs> right on a desert planet with not good parents like at least at least they did with Luke they leave her with like right. a thief it's the like the opposite of the Oedipus story right it's sort of I don't, it doesn't make any sense yeah i mean they they dropped their son with a tutor because when he was getting out of control to help bring him like with an uncle who was like oh, supposed to make mm-hmm. it better whereas yeah. like you know they dropped and you know Luke and Leia because they knew that the emperor would want to kill them which is more classic the more classic mm-hmm. Apple, yeah. you know 
the Oedipus story. I mean, you can come up with a reason why you needed to separate them and you needed to do it, but but for the solution to be to leave them with uncarved plot, I, I don't I don't well, see what you if, what doing it away. Got them both, and Snoke was like, oh, because Ben has got all this training and been around these good people, his his heart is 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 uh, leaning towards good. You know, he's, he's skewed good. What if I took the other daughter and I just threw her on this, you know, this this outer rim planet? It's a, it's a scavenger planet, like a like that, just to break her spirit. You know, like that. I can see when, something going on there, but maybe right. not. Like it's right. a little, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, yes. If 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 the end result is that that yeah, Snoke anyone, did it, sure. Yeah, if anyone did it, it was Snoke. Snoke right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's just take a, a, a yes no kind of bet here. Will we see the art of the dark transfer, like the the, the essence transfer in the, the next movie? Good question. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna stick to no my gun well. and, and say no. Yeah, I'm gonna go no. So you're talking like Palpatine and yeah, Palpatine. Vessel. Yeah, yeah. No, unless I mean, I, I, I'm still in the camp where it's Palpatine's AI is what we're gonna see. Is that um, I'm still that, going that, Palpatine the, the Ghost. Palpatine yeah. Ghost. Okay, Palpatine Ghost. Palpatine Droids. Droid, Sentinel Droids. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, yeah, and I'll say, I, I don't want to see it, so I'll say no too. I, I really don't. <laughs> I, I just rather a new character come to the the, the front and for the villains. You know, I, I rather Kylo yeah. Ren really explore his role as supreme right. leader. Rather he's than, really the last Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's he's not really. He's a solo, right? But he's technically well, he's Skywalker. Both. He's though, both. Right? He's yeah. He's got Skywalker blood. Yeah. That mighty Skywalker blood. He really does feel like the term Skywalker is going to replace Jedi. Really? Because yeah. I came up with that like five, six months ago. I don't, yeah, I don't like it now. Yeah, more. more. How yeah, long ago been, was that? It's been a while. It's been like it's a, been year. a, it's been like it's, a year. It was pretty close to the beginning of our beginning of our, our run. Yeah, it was, it was as soon as I you mean, started guessing, you were like, okay. oh, that's a cool thing. Like, that could be a thing. Yeah. I I mean, it's not my favorite. I like the word Jedi. I think it works great. Jedi is a great word. Yeah. It but, is. I mean, if it's good, if you're going to pick a new one, Skywalker is a great one. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I and feel we like knew that the, you know that the Chiss use it to mean that. Like, yeah, that's all right. Force users are called Skywalkers. Skywalkers. I just love right. that you came up with this. We had talked about it for a while. Then Kevin Smith said it offhandedly, and now it's like, dude, it's now the it's dumbest everywhere. idea ever. Like it's not like like <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 weak, like just watching. It's just you could. It's like a microcosm for speculation where people are like this is the next big idea and then you have like the reaction piece like this is why it yeah. can't be that yeah, yeah. and then it's the reaction to the reaction this is why it has to be that and I'm like guys it doesn't yeah. it, whatever it's probably not going to be it but it's not because Kevin Smith was theorizing like everyone else does right. he has no impact that's why I think we're so much healthier than the internet it's like this is what's called a dialogue there's actually yeah, three yeah. of us so there's three of us discussing yes. a thing and we have different minds and it's like that's just how this is how adults communicate yeah. issues and like in, in argument, but like the internet is like I'm gonna be fringy edge lord mm-hmm. go and they say everything Fence. and like yeah. that thing you know yeah. and it's like I'm yeah. so exhausted by the internet. I, I agree we're healthier. Paragraphs I, I agree question. that we're healthier yeah. than the internet, but so is like a syphilitic syphilitic eighty year old. So that's <laughs> yeah. like a low bar to clear, dude. It is. It is. Yeah. But it's just I'm just trying to relay to people to reinstate just like. Healthy, healthy grain of salt. Agreed. The size of a well, jungle sand crawler. As we've all learned in the past two weeks, because the world caught up, like, you know, Facebook groups. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you should do. Yeah. Pick your groups, right. go there, which I know is not the healthiest thing to like separate into your groups, but for something like this that doesn't yes, matter. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
Cool. That's um, it for uh, the Holocron. Cool. Um, I wanted to end uh, with a little bit of a shout out. Yeah. All right. Please do. I was driving to work yesterday listening to uh, one, one of my favorite podcasts called You Haven't Seen Want, oh, uh, which I, I might have talked about. I know I've talked with you guys about it because yeah, I met I met one of the co-hosts, Joelle, Joel, um, last year, um, and we were kind of trading um, you know, podcast stories. Uh, and so I was just driving to work, listening to their, to their, their episode on nine to five, which, <laughs> which I had not thought about nine to five since probably like 1990. This, if you listen, I have not seen this. Oh, who's in that? Nine to five. You got Dolly Parton. You've got, oh, yeah, yeah. you've oh, got, wow. based on the you've song, got Frank and Gracie. Cause okay. you got, you got Lily, Lily Tomlin and, oh, right, right. um, and, um, oh, I can't think uh, of her name. Uh, 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 Jane Fonda. Uh, Jane Fonda. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's it's star studded. Yes. Yeah. And it was uh, it's Dolly Parton's first acting role. It's a it's a legit good movie. And as they talk about a lot in the podcast, it's it's a bummer about how relevant this movie still is. Oh my god. It's really a bummer. Like like that's probably what they kept going back to. It was like I love this movie. It makes me sad at the same time about like how much how yeah. little has actually changed with this. Yeah. Um, and I learned from their podcast not to ruin their podcast for anyone who might listen to their podcast. That they're doing a reboot nine to five where they're going to do a new version, the same movie. but the three of them are st- so it's in the same universe where they're going to actually talk to women in the workforce today. So it's still going to be like you're going to have Dolly Parton, like Lily Tomlin, oh, wow. and and uh, Jane Fonda. So I'm excited for that. But anyway, so I was listening to that, and uh, they just were talking a bit about Star Wars, and they gave us a shout out, which was super <laughs> oh, sweet. So nice. uh, that awesome. was amazing. Thank you, Joel and Perry. Uh, you guys have such a wonderful podcast, and if anyone here loves movies, which I would assume because you're listening to a podcast that revolves around oh, a movie, movie universe, yeah. um, you know they uh, their basic premise is that. The, they um, pick a movie each week to watch or each couple of weeks I think it's every other week to watch that the other one that means a lot to one of them but the other one hadn't seen or hasn't seen a lot um, that's a and, great premise it's such a I great premise yeah. and they have these wonderful segments where they have like production notes so it's not just like see I had a kind of a similar idea of a podcast um not exactly the same, but my wife and I were going to do a movie podcast because right. we have genres we like and genres we hate, and we're going to make the other person watch one a week. Yeah, yeah. And we had this idea where we were going to do it, and then I met Joelle, and she told me about her podcast to listen to it. I'm like, yeah, no, this is exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why would I bother doing it now? Because <laughs> like it's it. it's different, but they actually have like these really thoughtful, fun segments um, where they talk about the production notes about like stuff that had happened. They have a soundtrack smash section, so they each have to pick like a song they love oh, cool. from the podcast. Oh, talk fun. about it. they have to try to like. My favorite segment of the entire of the entire thing is that at the very beginning they have to pick a quote from the film that they think summarizes the film, oh, which right, is really right. kind of cool. And they put it, and then the other one that I really love is they have to summarize the film, and like that's the, just hilarious because Joel will give this like five to ten word summary of the film, which nice. is just like perfect. That's great. And then Perry, as wow. a dude will give like a three minute summary and she'll just be like, that's too long. <laughs> and then she'll come in and do it. It's amazing. So it's really fun because they're, because they're married. So you get that kind of like behind the scenes married yeah, yeah. couple mm-hmm. thing and they're clearly love each other very much and have a lot of fun with each other, but it's super fun. Highly recommend it. They have some great episodes on like Blade Runner uh, is a really good uh, episode. Um, there was one recently. Oh, I rewatched. Um, Oh, what did I rewatch? Uh, Bull Durham. Because they end up on Bull Durham, which I love and I haven't seen forever. So, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of it is, like, 80s genre movies. So, yeah. so it just will remind you. 
Yeah, and they have like they have a lot of good runs of like eighty horror movies and other stuff. So it's it's worth listening to, and it'll kind of like remind you of some of these movies that you've forgotten, and also like things you haven't seen that I've gone back and watched because they've mentioned them. So yeah, definitely check it out. I I love it. That's awesome. So yeah. it's, you haven't seen what? you haven't seen what? Very cool. You haven't seen what? I yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, awesome. That's great. Yeah. We should do a thing with them. That would be super fun. Yeah, I, we, we've talked a little bit. I think I think we're gonna have some stuff. We have some stuff planned um, a little later in the year. Uh, they're down in Florida. We're up here in Boston. Um, but uh, the some, maybe my, some caravan of courage, some some battle that would be fun. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I should email them because we've been talking a little bit back and forth and see if they've seen those movies. Because I'd love to do a, like a guest episode if they yeah. haven't seen those. That would be yeah. That's brilliant, Grant. I love that so much. Yeah, I know we're gonna we're gonna hopefully do something in November because. Uh, myself and Joel and Perry are going to be in the same town. Actually, right. be in San Francisco. So we're going about the, about the farthest place you can go from from Florida <laughs> and, and Boston. <laughs> yeah. But we may do some some kind of some stuff when we're out there cool. uh, in November. But I love this idea of the yeah, Ewok so movies. Great, All right, yeah, it's an outlier, and we haven't right. covered it yet. So. Well, Joel Perry, I was going to email you, but I think you listen based on like you actually reference things we talked about in the show, uh, which is awesome. So if you hear this and you want to do this, uh, shout us, just send us an email. We'll uh, we'll try something we'll up. That'd yeah, be a lot of fun. And thanks again for the shout. Yeah. Um, so great, everyone. Thanks very much for listening to us. And um, we will talk to you next week. And um, may the fourth be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you, always.